Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. faithful Indian companion Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. I'll Silver. The Lone Ranger and Tonto were busy preparing supper when Dan Reed, the masked man's 14-year-old nephew, returned from a trip to the nearby town of Rockville and reined up hurriedly. Ho, ho, Victor, ho, ho, easy, fellas. What's the trouble, Dan? You ride Victor pretty fast. Him all lathered. I saw the red-masked outlaw. He held up the bank in Rockville. The red-masked outlaw? Are you sure, Dan? Him killer we try fine, Kimasabi. Yes, I know. Dan, I ask you, are you sure? Oh, yes, sir. I saw him close up, too. Tell us about it, Dan. Well, I, I left Victor at the hitching rack. That's just beside the watering trough outside the bank. Go on. I went across the street to the store. Then I came out and went back to where Victor was waiting. I was putting the packages in my saddlebag when it happened. Easy, Victor. Steady there. Easy, boy. There. I guess that'll carry all right in there. Now, Victor, we'll see about... Outlaws, coming out of the bank. I'll get down beside the watering trough. Golly, they're coming right this way. Get your bronze, men. Quick, get that back. Those dirty coyotes nicked my wrist. Get up back. Get them down. Don't let them escape. Get away. They fight the bank. Let's 
bullets were hitting the dirt all around me, and I was sure plenty scared for a minute. Then you might have been killed. That's right. That watering trough protected me. Luckily, they didn't hit Victor. Yes, it is lucky. That leader, the outlaw that wears a red mask, almost stepped on my hand as he mounted, but he didn't see me. I got a good look at him. I saw the streak where the bullet grazed his right wrist, too. Did you tell the sheriff about the bullet mark? Yes, sir. When he saw me come out from alongside the watering trough, the sheriff ran over to see if I was hurt. I told him what I saw. Then he and a posse rode out of town to trail the gang. I see. Tonto, we'll eat hurriedly. Then you and I'll go and try to pick up their trail. Ah. It'd be bright moon tonight. Dan, you stay here in camp and wait for us. But keep your eyes open. Yes, sir. The outlaws rode out the other side of town toward Pecos. I'll be safe enough here. Anyway, maybe the sheriff and posse will catch them. <laughs> That'd be big surprise, Dan. Outlaw with red mask, him plenty smart. Him outsmart many posses. Yes, that's right. I want to get on their trail while it's still hot. I've been trying to get a line on that red-masked outlaw for some time. This is our chance. Meanwhile, the red-masked outlaw and his gang rode to the Pecos River. There they separated, riding off in pairs. All right, men. Split up here into three pairs. Foxy, you ride with me as usual. All right, boss. Now get going. Be sure to lose your trails in the water. Come on, Foxy. We'll let the Bronx wait in the river ways, and we'll double back. They won't be expecting that. Right. Let's go. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. Dan Reed cleaned up the camp after the Lone Ranger and Tonto had left. Then, rolling himself in his blanket, he lay down to rest. The moon had come up, and its bright light made everything plainly discernible for quite a distance. Dan dozed a while. Then, suddenly, he was startled by a warning whinny from his horse, Victor. That's Victor. Something's wrong. What is it, fellow? What's the matter? As his young master approached, Victor raised his magnificent head, holding it high, and then, unmoving, stood gazing expectantly up trail. Dan realized Victor was giving a warning, and the boy listened intently for a moment. Then, faintly, he heard the beat of approaching hoofs. Since the trail went around the base of a small rise, Dan couldn't see the approaching riders, but he knew they were not the Lone Ranger and Tonto who had gone down trail. Dan acted quickly. Come along, Victor. Leading Victor, Dan moved to the spot where his blanket was lying. Then, picking it up, he moved with the horse into an arroyo that ran along the back of the campsite. Oh, Victor, oh boy. Whoever it is won't be able to see us in here, and we can watch them go by. Now, be quiet, fella. Somebody was using this place for a campsite. There must be water nearby. Yeah, that's right. Hey, whoever's here hasn't been gone long, either. The ashes of this fire are still going a bit. Yeah. I'm up there in that lean-to, a couple of blankets and stuff. Means they're aiming to come back here, Foxy. Let's find the water so I can bathe this wrist again. Keep your eyes peeled while I'm doing it. Nobody will know you without that mask on, boss. Hey, there's a little stream over to the left. Come on. Oh, golly. He has a hurt wrist, and the other one mentioned a mask. 
He's not wearing one now, but I bet the one with the sore wrist is the red mask outlaw. Yeah, that's Let's get back to the horses. How about taking those blankets and supplies, boss? We could use them. Nothing to it. Well, you're telling people we've been here. You ought to know better than that. Let's get away from here. As Foxy and the outlaw leader moved toward their horses, Victor changed position uneasily, and his hoof came down upon a dry twig with a loud snap. Easy, Victor. Did you hear that? Hear what, Foxy? Look, I'm not called Foxy for nothing. I heard a noise like somebody stepping on a dry twig. Came from back yonder. We got our guns pointed back that way. If anybody's in that arroyo, you better come out. Quick! Uh-oh. Let's walk over there and have a look, boss. Quiet, Victor. Hey, there is somebody down here. Watch out, boss, and let's start dead flying. No, wait. Don't shoot. I, I haven't a gun. Sounds like a kid. Hey, you. Come up out of there with your hands in the air. Come on. I'm coming. Come on, Victor. Realizing that he had no chance of escape in the face of possible bullets from the two men's guns, Dan decided to put on an act in hopes of getting away from them unharmed. Leading Victor, he climbed the low bank and walked toward the outlaws. Oh, Victor, oh, boy. Hey, it is a kid, Foxy. Yeah. What are you doing here, Button? I was camping out with a couple of friends. They rode toward town, but I was tired, so I rolled up in my blanket. I got scared when I heard your hoofbeats coming down the trail. That's why I hid. Hey, what are you scared of? How'd you know it wasn't those friends of yours coming back? Well, they rode the other way. I knew it couldn't be my friends. <laughs> now that I've talked to you, I know I had nothing to be afraid of. Oh, yeah? What makes you think that? Well, I know you two are part of the posse that went by a while ago. Oh, so you think we're part of a posse, huh? Well, aren't you? Wait a minute. Why is a posse riding around this time of night, Button? Oh, to hunt down the red mask outlaw. Hey, how do you know that? If your friends went to town and haven't come back well, yet... don't you... you suppose if the posse came this way, they'd stop and ask me questions about whether I saw the red mask outlaw go by? Yeah, that's right. How would you know, kid, if the red mask outlaw did go by? Maybe he wasn't wearing his mask. Oh, I'd know him all right. Well, that is, I mean, well, I think maybe I would. What makes you think you would if you never saw him? Oh, but I have seen him. That is, I, I... Hey, go right ahead. We're interested. Well, I... Well, I guess I really wouldn't know. How could I? Hey, come to think of it, there's only one way you could tell. That's if you got a good look at him in town today. In town today? What do you mean, Foxy? What are you driving at? Oh, this kid's stolen us, boss. I remember seeing that white stallion hitched right outside the bank today, just before things began to happen. Come here, you... Oh. Oh, you're hurting my arm. Let go. Speak up. No lying. Oh. Did you see the red mask out on town today? Look, let go. That hurts. It looks like you don't want answers. Oh. If I was bigger, you wouldn't do that. If you was bigger, we'd gun you down. Now, you figure on getting away from us here and riding to spread the news that you saw us. I'll spread the news, all right. Ah, shut up. Oh. You're right, Foxy. This maverick is wise. I ought to put a slug in him while he's lying there on the ground. You do, you'll be sorry. Hey, the kid's got spunk, you know it. Knowing who you are and standing up to you that way. Yeah, that's right. We could use a spunky maverick like him to look after our horses. I've decided to give you a good job, kid. I don't want your job. I wouldn't be seen with either of you. <laughs> hey, he's good for laughs, too, boss. Let's take him along to our camp. Yeah, we better leave before his friends come riding up. They'll be back and they'll find you, too. Yeah, no, you're wrong. They won't find us or you either, Button. Now get on your horse. No, I won't. I'm not leaving here. His back talk might be funny to you, Foxy, but right now it's getting on my nerves. Get on that horse. 
I'll put lead into both you and the stallion. All right. I got Steady his drive, boss. Man up. Right. I got this gun ready for you, kid, if you try anything. Easy there. Get up there. Come on. Get up. Come on, Get up. Victor. About an hour after Dan left with the two outlaws, the Lone Ranger and Toto returned to the camp. Toto, that isn't here, and Victor's gone. Ah, and someone scattered embers of fire. And look, Kimasabi, we see footprints. Moon, plenty bright. Yes, a man's footprint. And there's another. Then go to Arroyo. Toto. Here's Dan's blanket. It looked like Dan hide here from someone. Then hoof marks and prints go back up bank. We look, huh? Yes. <coughs> oh, they stood here. See there, Toto? Uh, looked like Dan struggled here. Maybe him. Here, Kimasabi. Here. Me find this. What is it? A mask. Me like match. A red mask, Toto. The red masked outlaw's been here. He and one other. Ah, and them take Dan. We're going to trail them no matter how long it takes. If those dirty killers have harmed Dan, I'll... Come on, there's no time to lose. Red Mask and Foxy took Dan several miles from the campsite of the Lone Ranger. They left the trail and walked the horses in a stream for some distance. Then, leaving the water, headed for a farmhouse on the other side of the stream. Well, Foxy, there's a hideout. Yeah, I guess the others are there by now. I know that place. It belongs to old Mrs. Drew and her son. Oh, you know them, huh? They keep pretty much to themselves, but they come to town once in a while. Uh, kid, you seem to know a lot. Bet you outlaws murdered them both and took their place for a hideout. <laughs> oh, maybe we did, Button. Maybe we did. <laughs> he sure can't think of more fast, boss. Here's the farmhouse. Stop right here, kid. Oh, 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 oh. Put the horses in the barn with the others, Foxy. I'll take this little wiseacre inside. All right, boss. Come on, get up there. Come on, you. You've got a surprise waiting for you. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. To continue our story, 
The outlaws took Dan to a farmhouse, which he recognized as a place known as the Drew Farm. Dan expressed the thought that the outlaws had murdered old Mrs. Drew and her son Henry. But as he and the Red Mask outlaw started for the house, Dan was told he had a surprise waiting for him. Me downright worried. Rest of them got here long ago. They're out in the bunkhouse now. Oh, golly, old Mrs. Drew. <laughs> I told you you'd get a surprise. Who's the boy, Henry? What'd you bring him here for? Gosh, and you're Henry Drew, her son. That's easy to figure out, even for you, kid. <laughs> ah, this button got wise to us, Ma, so I had to bring him with us. We can use a stable boy. You won't be able to keep me here. Henry, you're a fool. Do I always have to do the thinking for you? This boy will be a nuisance and a danger, too. Ah, here comes Carlos with Foxy now. So this is the boy who wants to help in the stables, no? That's him, Carlos. And it's up to you to make him work hard. And see he don't get away, savvy? <laughs> oh, si, senor. He will not get away from Carlos. And if he don't work, he will get the beating with a strap. What's your name, boy? What difference does it make? Oh, but this is not polite to Grandma. Oh. <laughs> Carlos has a strong hand, boy. What's your name? My name is Dan Reed. Danny. Well, Danny, we'll make a fine outlaw out of you if you behave yourself. If you don't, you'll die young. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Carlos, take him to the barn and tie him up for the rest of the night. We have to get some sleep. That's right. I'm about all in. Carlos will tie him up plenty tight and give him nice straw to sleep on in the barn. Come along, my little friend. Meantime, the Lone Ranger and Toto followed the trail of the outlaws who had taken Dan. Though the moon was bright, it was slow work trailing them. But finally, they came to the point where the tracks entered the stream, and they drew rain. They entered the stream here to cover their trail, Toto. Ah, it's not good Dan be with killers like them. I know. That outlaw harms Dan. I won't be responsible for the result when I do finally find him. Toto, the way I feel... Down, quick! Shots come from over right, just ahead. Yes. Quick, we'll lead the horses back there to that smaller oil. That'll give us some protection. Come on, Silver. Come, come, come. Might have doubled back to shore and waited in ambush in case they were followed. Now, look, maybe I can see someone. What you see, Kimisabi? Nothing yet. You I can't... Come out with your hands, huh? I got a posse with me. We'll get you anyhow. Sheriff and the posse. Mm, that's not good. Better not shoot at them. We can't let them capture us. All right. Quick, mount up. We'll ride down the arroyo a short distance. Once around that turn ahead, we can make a run for it. Easy, big fella. Easy, scout. Once the lead. The Lone Ranger and Toto soon lost the posse. They searched during the night along the riverbank, but could not pick up Dan's trail. Meantime, Dan was tied up in the barn at the hideout. At dawn, Carlos brought a bit of food and untied him. After eating, Dan was forced to help groom and saddle the horses. Oh, well, you have done very well, my little stable boy. 
<laughs> Only once has Carlos had to slap you to get you to work. Someday you'll wish you hadn't slapped me, I can tell you that much. <laughs> Today I'm feeling much good, so Carlos will laugh at what you say. But I warned you, don't make Carlos to lose his temper with your words. Now I must tie you up again. No, I won't let you tie me up. This gun, it will put one big lump on the back of your head if I use the end of it. Then I will not have to tie you. I... All right. <laughs> Good. This raw-eyed cord will hold you fast. Oh, oh, it hurts. It's too tight on my wrist. <laughs> you get used to it, though. There. Now you will lie down while I tie your feet, no? No. Oh, but see, you will. Oh. <laughs> that, that is the quick way, my little cucaracha. <laughs> now your feet. Here, hold still. Time cut there. Grandma Drew will bring you some lunch, maybe, and feed it to you. She's as bad as the rest of you. See, see, but for such an old woman, she's more smart. Now I take the horses out. Adios. Carlos went out with the horses, locking the barn door behind him. Soon after, Dan heard the gang of outlaws ride away from the house. About five minutes passed, and then Victor, who had been stomping and snorting in his stall, broke his halter and trotted over to his young master. Victor, you've broken loose. Go home, Victor. Go home. Kick, Victor, kick. Good boy, Victor. You did it. Now go home. Go home. At dawn, the Lone Ranger and Tonto again made ready to hunt for Dan. Before mounting, they stood on the bank looking up and down the stream. The other bank is all shale and rocks, Tonto. Beyond that is open rangeland. The only building for miles is the farmhouse and outbuilding to the old Drew place. Ah. If outlaws have hideout, it'd be on this side, where there are plenty of hills, seem like. Yet we've been up and downstream for some distance without finding the sign where they left the stream. Not right. Maybe... Why are you listening, Toto? Me hear hoofbeats. Come down another side of stream, over yonder. I don't hear anything. I think you... Yes, I hear them now. Sounds like one horse traveling fast. Kimasabi, look at Victor. Run along the other side. Yes, it is. Victor! Victor! Come here, Victor! Come here! Victor, see us. Him coming across. Victor, good boy. He's trying to find his way back to camp, Toto. Uh-huh. Him come along the other side. We go over there now. Backtrack on Victor. Yes, come on. Let's mount up steady, Victor. Look. Easy, Scout. Easy. One still there. Come up, Scout. Come, Victor. The Lone Ranger and Tonto followed Victor's trail and were soon approaching the back of the Drew farmhouse behind the barn. Tonto, Victor's tracks lead to the Drew place. They ran up behind the barn. It's strange. Their only old woman and son live here. Yes, I know. Oh, Silver. Oh, Silver. Oh, 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 Easy, big fellow. We'll move cautiously, Tonto. Horses can wait here. Uh-huh. As the Lone Ranger and Tonto started around the barn, 
Victor suddenly trotted past them to the barn entrance, where he stopped and whinnied. Then he entered. Victor went into the barn. Victor, I told you to go to camp. That damn voice. Yes, come on. Dan. Oh, then Victor did find you. Matt right. We see him going to camp. Here, me untie you, Dan. Dan, are you all right? Yes, sir. Nah. The red mask almost gang stays here. Old Mrs. Drew is the brains nah. of the gang. And her son Henry wears the red mask. Well, that's the answer. Nah. Your arm's free. How many are there, Dan? About six, sir. They rode away this morning early, but they'll be back soon. Dan, lead Victor behind the barn. Mount up and circle around so they won't see you from the house. Nah, you're free, Dan. Go to town and bring the sheriff. Yes, sir. Come on, Victor. What we do, Kimasabi? We'll hide in the hayloft. The gang will come here when they're told about Dan and the horse being gone. Then we'll act. An hour later, the gang returned to the house. Carlos went to the barn to put up the horses. A few minutes after, he entered the house excitedly. Senor, the boy, he's gone. Gone. How could he be? Don't know, but he is. Come see for yourself. All right, we will. Come on, man. There, see for yourself, senores. He was here a while ago. I came out with Joe after his horse got away. That's right. And the dirty little maverick's on foot. We'll get our horses, spread out, and find them. Whoever sees him first, put a bullet in him. Right, I don't think you'll do that. Okay, Reach all of you. Who said that? Up in the loft, a mass hombre and an Indian. They've got guns on us. They won't get away with this. Take cover, men, and gun them down. No, you won't. Oh, my leg. He shot my boy. Get in, men. Some of you are undercover now. We can get both on us. Oh, you can't, lady. Drop your guns on here. The sheriff, he's got a posse with him. Yes, we'll shoot you down if you don't give up. Don't give up. Oh, shut up, Grandma. You're safe. You're an old woman. There is my gun, senor. I guess they got us. We named two up there in a posse in the doorway. Drop your guns, man. Yeah, all right, we'll right. come down now. Hey, Sheriff, look. He's wearing a mask. Must be one of them. Hey, get my gun and boot, are you? Wait, Sheriff, these are the friends I told you about. The ones who sent me to get you. That's right, Sheriff. Henry Drew is a red mask outlaw. His mother was the brains of the gang. Yes, and if Henry wasn't stupid enough to bring that boy here, you'd have never suspected us. Anyway, who do you think you are running around with a mask on? <laughs> It doesn't matter to you, Mrs. Drew. Come along, Dan Tuttle. Let's go. The land sakes. Think an old woman like you would let her son be an outlaw and even help him do it. Oh, shut up. Men think they have all the brains. If I'd have teamed up that big husky mash man instead of doing the thinking for Henry, I'd have never been caught. (laughs) Better tell the old woman who that mash man is, Sheriff. You know what the youngster told you about it. You see, Grandma, that's the kind of a man a woman like you could never raise. She was brought up right, that one. Stop preaching. Who is he? Why'd you let him go and take Henry to jail? Well, you see, that masked man, the one with the black mask, is on the side of the law. I found out that he's the Lone Ranger.
is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created and produced by George W. Trendle, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Brace Beamer.